Hello, boys and girls. Welcome to another edition of the Business of Sports with Andrew Brand. I'm Andrew Brand, produced by Brian Neal. My music producer, Sam Brand, is the music you hear below me. My son, going out to L.A. this week to see him. Uh, we're going to have a special guest coming up in a minute here. Cameron Kinley from Navy. He was the class president. He has been signed as an undrafted free agent by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, but he has been denied deferment to the military in order to compete with the Buccaneers. There are four other undrafted service academy players who have not been denied, and we're unsure what the reason is. But he comes on, talks about his situation. Very impressive young man. I'm sure you're going to enjoy hearing from him and, of course, listening to his plight that's going on right now. First, a word from our sponsor, DraftKings Sportsbook. I love DraftKings. It's easy to navigate, plenty of instructions for new bettors, nearly limitless ways to get in on all the action. My friends, my family, they love DraftKings Sportsbook. I know you will, too. Listen to this great offer. Place a pre-terminate wager of $1 to be eligible to cash $100. Free credits if Bryson DeChambeau sinks a birdie this week. That's all right. 100 to 1 if Bryson DeChambeau sinks a birdie during this tournament this week. That's 100 to 1 odds. It's safe, secure, reliable. You can deposit and withdraw your funds at your convenience. Download the top-rated sportsbook app. Now use promo code ROSS when you sign up. Turn $1 into $100 in free credits. If Bryson sinks a birdie this weekend, that's code Ross to turn $1 into $100 in free credits for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Um, there are a lot of layers to this story, and I thought I'd get Cameron on the podcast to talk about it talk directly to the person that's been denied this request. Cameron Kinley, what an impressive background to this point in your young life. Welcome to the podcast. Hey, I'm excited to be on here. Thank you for having me. Thanks for being here. Um, So I want you to sort of take us through what I just outlined before we get up to the present news of your denial. Um, Played at Navy. Where's home and how'd you get to Navy? And did you choose Navy over other non-service uh, colleges to play football. Right. So uh, Cameron Kinley from Memphis, Tennessee. Uh, Navy was actually my first offer um, my junior year of high school. My granddad's a retired Navy chief, so he did 20 years of service. So as soon as I got that offer, uh, he kind of put the bug in my ear. He always told me about his experiences in the military, um, mm-hmm. but that definitely had a lot of influence into the decision. It ultimately came down to Navy, Air Force, Princeton, and Yale. And I just felt like Navy had the total package. Um, I knew I was going to be able to develop as a man. I knew that academics were top tier, great football program. And on top of all of that, I had the opportunity to serve my country. Um, So the Naval Academy became the decision for me. I committed probably three days before signing day. Um, And then the rest has been history. I played four years of football up there. And I definitely enjoyed my experience. You know, we don't talk a lot about uh, things outside of sports, but just noting that you were Navy's 2021 class president, was that an elected role? How did you become class president? Right. So it was an elected role. Uh, so you kind of run for run for office. Uh, you give a speech in front of your classes, your classmates, um, and then they vote uh, ultimately. So. The first selection of the top five comes from just a bio sheet. I think about 30 people submitted bio sheets and 
from that, you take the top five and the top five people give speeches. Uh, so I was fortunate enough to get in that top five and, and gave a pretty solid speech and my classmates selected me. So that's definitely been one of the, the biggest achievements that I had at the Naval Academy. Absolutely. Congratulations on that. I definitely uh, appreciate that. So we, I'll take you now up to the draft in April. Um, did you have an expectation that you might be drafted or you were looking at undrafted free agency to begin with? Yeah, I kind of knew I was going to be a free agent. Uh, kind of when I declared for the draft, I, I knew that it was going to be a long shot for me to even get into the league. So I kind of knew free agent was going to be my pathway. Uh, it still kind of hurt not to get drafted, you know, just because you, you see a lot of guys going off the board and you want your name to be called. But at the end right. of the day, I was just happy that I had an opportunity down there in Tampa. And then you go to Tampa as an undrafted rookie cornerback. Um, I think you were in minicamp two or three weeks ago. How was that experience? Right. And obviously the fan question everyone wants to ask you, did you meet Tom Brady? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so the experience is great. You know, every day walking into the facility, uh, it's surreal, especially them being the, the reigning Super Bowl champions. Um, so just going in the NFL facility, being able to get coached by NFL coaches and compete uh, was definitely an experience to remember. Unfortunately, I did not meet Tom Brady. Uh, he was not down there at the facility while I was down there, but I met a couple of guys like Gronkowski, uh, OJ Howard, Leonard Fournette, uh, guys mm -hmm. like that. So it's st it still pretty cool being around those guys. Okay, Cameron, now take us to the issue at hand. For those many that are listening do not know the whole process, did you – uh, you, you can phrase it a lot more uh, correctly than I can. Did you apply for deferral? How does this work with uh, potential deferral from your Navy commitment to play football? Right. So in 2019, uh, President Trump endorsed this new policy. It's called the DTM. And essentially it allows service academy graduates to request to delay their commissioning in order to pursue professional uh, opportunities. So last year was the first year that the policy was used. Uh, I know my teammate, Malcolm Perry, along with a couple other guys from other service academies, used this policy and it was successful. Uh, so we were kind of under the same assumption that things would be the same this year. But the whole time I also knew it was a request and that everybody had to sign off and approve on it. Um, but things seemed like they were just going to be good to go. So after I got signed by Tampa Bay, uh, the Naval Academy signed off on my package and forwarded it to the Secretary of Defense. Um, and then I went down there to Tampa for Ricky minicamp and a, a week of workouts. And then I came back to Annapolis May 23rd for a graduation week. And then May 25th, three days before graduation, I was informed that the uh, acting secretary of Navy declined the package um, to delay my commission. And that's secretary Harker, I believe H-A-R-K-E-R. -E yes, sir. Yes, sir. And if you could, and maybe it was just very a one-line statement, but was what was the content of the denial to you? Right. So the denial was actually delivered by our commandant of the uh, commandant of midshipmen, Captain Cannon at the time, and he just sat me down in the conference room and he said, "The uh, Secretary of Navy declined your request. Uh, there's no appeal process, and you're set to commission on Friday." So that's kind of all I know. <laughs> which is, I guess, the, the most puzzling part about everything. But, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean. you have, as you said, no appeal process and no way to find out more. It's simple Navy policy. Is that correct? Right, yeah. We're still waiting on the official written uh, denial from from the Secretary of Navy's office. Uh, I, I still have yet to see that. 
Um, so hopefully that's coming in the next couple of days so I can kind of see the see the reasoning behind everything. But in the business that we're in, you know, with the chain of command, yeah. uh, me being an ensign, I mean, I'm not owed an explanation from the Secretary of the Navy, and I respect that. I just feel like it would help me with a peace of mind, you know, understanding, hey, we just need you to come in right away, this and that, you know, and I understand that because at the end of the day, that's why I went to the Naval Academy. You know, I knew I had to serve. Uh, so that would be understandable. Yeah. So here's the issue, of course. And again, I mentioned I'm a lawyer and I always look at precedent. In contrast to your denial, as you know so well, four other graduates of service academies have been allowed to forego their service commitment this year. John Radigan, a grad from West Point, who signed with the Seahawks. Nolan Laufenberg, Air Force, signed with the Broncos. George Sylvanic. Air Force grad signed with the Rams and Parker Ferguson, Air Force grad who signed with the Jets, all undrafted in your similar situation, at least from a football standpoint. I'm going to ask you something I'm sure you're asked all the time. What potentially, possibly could be the reason you're not the same as these four? I mean, the only thing that I can think of is the fact that we're in different branches. Uh, with me being in, in the Navy and mm-hmm. been in the Air Force and Army, we have different chain of commands. Uh, and so the way the package works, your chain of command has the discretion to deny it. Um, and so my chain of command denied it. There's uh, has not to this point. I don't think he's gotten all the way up to the Secretary of Defense yet. But I do know all of them uh, were able to graduate and not commission and that they're still with their NFL teams because I've communicated with them since I've gotten the news. Um, so hopefully everything still goes well for them. I would just like to have that same opportunity uh, for sure. Back to our conversation with Cameron Kinley from the Naval Academy in a minute. First, a word from our sponsor, Keeps. Did you know two out of three men will experience some form of hair loss by the time they're 35? More than 50 million men in the U.S. suffer from male pattern baldness, and there are only two FDA-approved medications that can prevent hair loss. Keeps offers both. It's an, a simple and stress-free way for men to keep their hair. Convenient virtual doctor consultations and medications delivered straight to your door every three months. You don't have to leave your home. The cost just starts at $10 a month. Keeps offers generic versions as well. Distreet packaging, proven results, has five-star reviews more than any of its competitors. Prevention's the key, and treatments can take four to six months to see results. So act fast and prevent baldness like so many men have these days. If you're ready to take action and prevent hair loss, go to keeps.com slash BOS, business of sports, BOS. Receive your first month of treatment for free. That's keeps.com slash BOS to get your first month free. Keeps.com slash BOS. Keeps. Do you think speaking with Dan Patrick, myself, others, do you think that could help getting your story? Yeah, I definitely I definitely think that helps, you know, um, because I mean, I, I've known going on about tomorrow, will make three weeks since I've known about the decision mm-hmm. I was under the wraps for two weeks, trying to work the proper channels um, and just getting in contact with the with the military, using different congressmen, congresswomen, things of that nature. Uh, but we weren't able to get too much accomplished that route. Um, and I told my agents, you know, I'm ready to get the story out there uh, just because I felt like it was a lot for me having to suppress everything and, and people still thinking everything was good. And that I was about to go back down there to Tampa and I was just ready for everybody to, to see what was going on, you know, and I, I didn't think it would catch um, the fire that it caught, you know, and it's kind of just been 
been everywhere. And I definitely think that's helping. I definitely think it's opening some eyes and gaining support. And so I have hopes that things might get reversed here shortly before training camp. And you mentioned your agents, you're with Divine Sports and Entertainment. And again, this is a non-traditional task for football agents. Have they been able to provide any avenues for you for, uh, you said there's no appeal and it's final. Uh, Have your agents been able to do anything towards the the goal? Yeah. So fortunately um, within my agency, the the co-founder actually graduated from the Naval Academy and played football. So he kind of understands how things work as far as the service commitment and the different policies that the Academy and the Navy has. Um, So he's been able to contact the proper uh, representatives to to help try to get these things turned around. And we also have a lot of work, a lot of help from the NFLPA and uh, Mr. Damar Smith. He's been helping us a lot and, and giving us a push from that avenue. So it's a lot of people attacking from different angles right now, uh, just trying to get in contact with the right people before it gets too late. What are your current plans? I know the training camp for the Bucks. I'm sure, starts at the end of July, and that's obviously a hope for you. Until then, what are you going to be doing? Right, so I'm about to start working um, June 28th. So I'm still on my vacation days right now. We get 30 days of vacation. Uh, But June 28th, I'll report to the Naval Academy and start a temporary duty uh, assignment up there until around October. And so I'll just be working at the Academy, uh, helping out with a few things going on there. And I'll be working out at the same time in the event that things change. But if they do not, then I'll still be there until October. And then from October, I'll start my career path as an information warfare community officer. And those other players that we mentioned from Air Force and the Army that are given this deferral, how long is that deferral? So the policy is reviewed every single year. Um, So it depends on the Secretary of Defense. And as long as they continue to to sign off on it, then you're you're good to continue playing. so that's my understanding of that. So last year, I know um, they gave them until the first week of the NFL season to get onto a, on to get onto the roster. But as right. I said, it's different people in place right now. So I don't know which specific policy that they will go with. Uh, but that's what they did last year. So in these situations, if a player is allowed the deferment but does not make the team as of end of August, early September, they immediately go back to service? Right, they commission, that's correct. Okay. And that would potentially be your situation too if you're allowed to go to training camp? Well, so I already commissioned at graduation on May 28th. So for me to be in order, for me to be able to play, the uh, Secretary of Navy will have to reverse my commissioning for the time being. And then if things don't work out in Tampa and I'm not signed by anybody else by the first week of the season, then I will probably recommission again and just go ahead and go into my career field. And when you say commission, is there a time frame with a commission? As in how long you have to be commissioned or? Yes. Yeah, like is a commission a certain number of months, years, or is just commission in, in, indefinitely? Right. So with the Naval Academy, uh, well, all the academies, once you commission, you owe five years of active five service. Years. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. So it'll be five years. Um, okay. If nothing changes me, I can reapply to go play in two years. But, I mean, as we know, we're, we're talking about the professional football league here. So that's definitely a conversation that I have to have with myself down the road 
uh, to see where I'm at mentally and physically uh, to be able to go after something like that. Right. I know these are tough questions. Do you feel, <laughs> do you feel like there's a, I know they don't owe you uh, a further explanation. Do you feel like one is coming? I think, well, so they put out a statement. Uh, the spokesman for the acting secretary of Navy already put out a statement. I don't think it addressed anything too specifically. I really just spoke about the Naval Academy and what the Naval Academy is. Um, but with everything going on, all the media, I think something will be coming out. Uh, I mean, I know I'll be getting the written policy sooner or later, uh, yeah. referring to my actual denial. Because as I said, I've only gotten a verbal communication from our commandant uh, on behalf of the Secretary of Navy. So the written statement should be coming soon. Uh, I don't have a specific timeline for that, but I do think I will have something within the next couple of weeks. Um, yeah, I'm seeing – are you talking about the written statement from Captain Jeriel Dorsey? Yes, sir. Yes, yeah. sir. Okay, so just for our listeners, he wrote a statement saying, when students accept admission and continue their education in this program, there's an understanding and acknowledgement that they will, upon graduate graduation, be commissioned. Every midshipman attends on the same terms. Each has the same responsibility to serve. Exceptions to that commitment to serve have been rightfully rare. Okay, as you said, it's just sort of talking about the commitment rather than your specific situation. Right, and I think the biggest um, concept that gets mistaken out there is that I'm trying to get out of my commitment or my service. You know, um, the whole point of this policy is that you get to play and then you get the commission after you play. Yeah. It's never it's never been a waiver for your commission in general. Uh, it's just you're delaying your commission. And then it's beneficial to both ends. You know, uh, the military gets a lot of exposure from these guys being able to play in the NFL. And it's, it's a good recruitment tool. Um, so I was looking forward to being able to serve as an ambassador for the military uh, in the NFL on Sundays. And so, yeah, I, I have hopes that I'll still be able to fulfill both of those childhood dreams. Yeah, I think you point that out well, that this is a two-way street, When and this may be behind pre former President Trump's uh, uh, the bill in 2019, where there is a mutual benefit where the service academies get this publicity and it becomes a recruiting tool. Recruiting tool. Um, and of course, people are aware of, of Roger Staubach way back in the day. And then, of course, recently, there was uh, Joe Cardona, as you know, in 15, and Keenan Reynolds, 2016. And you mentioned earlier Malcolm Perry last year. So this is certainly not without, not without president even recently. Right. Yeah. It's not like, I'll be the first to do this, you know, and I think that's what's also hard to um, grasp is that it's been done before. Um, it's been done right now. And so I guess the, the question is like, you know, why me? Why am I going through this? Uh, and, and I've said, you know, if my situation has to serve as like the example for a more consistent policy to get created in the future so nobody has to go through any of this, then I understand, you yeah. know, and this will all be worth it if that happens. So I'm just kind of trying to see what the plan is behind all of this. And I know there's a greater purpose uh, that I'm waiting to see. I have a, a sort of out of the box question. I watched, you know, the army Navy game every year and I'm just amazed at the, um, obviously the pageantry of the game, but just, you know, playing college football at a big time level is a job in itself. And as is going to school and then you add your third level of job, 
of doing what you need to be to stay in do to stay in the service academy. How do you how did you learn to manage your time so well as a football player at Navy? Yeah, I mean that's the greatest tool that I've been able to take away from the Naval Academy. Uh if you don't have good time management, it's gonna be hard for you to be successful. And yeah. I think the the biggest concept that you have to be able to exercise is uh the act of prioritizing. Uh you quickly find out at the Naval Academy what matters and what does not matter for your future success as a person, as an officer, whatever it might be. Um, and so I learned how to prioritize early on and I was able to cut out things that weren't aligned with where I want to go. And you make time for what you need to make time for at the end of the day. Uh, you got to get rid of the mindset of how I wish I had more time. I wish I had more hours because everybody has 24 hours. It's just, it's just about how you use yours. So just, I mean, staying organized, you know, keeping different planners for the different stuff you're involved in and, making sure you're checking things off as you go throughout the day and just making sure you have a sense of time so that you can get everything done. Cameron, uh, you're an impressive young man. We really wish you the best. Uh, I know it's a difficult situation now, but you have your head up. You have a great attitude towards it. And we hope the uh, there's a change and we wish you all the best. Thanks for coming on the podcast, Cameron. Hey, thank you for having me. I truly enjoyed this. I appreciate you all. Appreciate you. Best of luck. All right. Take care. Fascinating conversation with Cameron Kinley. We wish him all the best in his application to try to reverse this decision where he is not deferred, has to be commissioned right away and not get to participate in Tampa Bay training camp like some of the other service academy players going to their camps this summer. We'll keep an eye on it and hope you enjoyed the conversation. And that'll do it for this week's edition of the Business of Sports with Andrew Brandt. Thanks to my producer, Brian Neal, my music producer, Sam Brandt. Follow me on Twitter at Andrew Brandt, Instagram Andrew Brandt 2, and of course the Sunday 7 newsletter if you're not signed up already. Please do so at andrew-brandt.com. Apple Podcast rankings are really appreciated if you give us a good ranking. And I'll be back next week with another edition of the Business of Sports with Andrew Brandt.